How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Pico Stannis. <laughs> That's how I start the program. This is an, uh, sort of an honor to Fahey Flynn. That's how uh, he started uh, introducing the news on Channel 7. So I will do a story about him uh, you know, later on, uh, maybe next year, because I, I wrote a story about him on my blog, Fan Chicago on blog, if you'd like to check it out. Please do. But right now, uh, we'll go back to the original introduction. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Pico Stanis, and welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. And uh, this is episode 87, season four. And today I will talk about two Christmas TV specials. One is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. And... Uh, they're not really vanished in Chicago, uh, but uh, this is memories. I will talk about memories of my sh- of the show when I was growing up, and I still watch them to this day, so that should be a lot of fun. All right. Right now, we're going to go to a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Cool Whip, and it's a Christmas commercial, and it's from 1980. Enjoy, everybody. Thank you. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. How about some Christmas cheer, Tucker style? Look at all those desserts. Could I have some spice cake, please? Sure. Date nut cake, please. And apple pie looks like my mother's. Homemade topping and all. Only I use Cool Whip. Mmm, tastes fresh as homemade. That's why I wouldn't use anything else. Can I have some more Cool Whip? (laughs) All you want. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas from Tucker Inn. Happy New Year. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everybody, I am back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that commercial for Cool Whip from 1980. Uh, I will talk a little bit about uh, that commercial and the spokeswoman who did those. Uh, her name was, uh, I'm sorry, her the actress's name was Marge Redman. She played Sarah Tucker on those commercials. That ran from, I think, late 1970s to the early 80s. And she was best known as... Sister Jacqueline on the TV series, The Flying Nun, that ran on ABC from 1967 to 1970. And uh, she was marvelous, you know, marvelous actress. And uh, I remember watching the show in reruns in the the 70s when it aired on WFLD-TV Channel 32. I remember it was on the morning, 1130, sometimes in the afternoon. Uh, That's a a show that... uh, Sally Field, who played Sister Betrayal, despised. <laughs> she 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 was not crazy about that show. Uh, she liked the cast, but she didn't like the show. And uh, I believe at the end of the third season, or during the third, I think she was pregnant. So, and uh, she was glad she got out of that. They ran for three seasons, but she did the TV show Gidget. For one season, uh, that but you know something it didn't do well in the ratings and from in '65 
um, ABC. But when it went into reruns, became very popular, but uh, they decided not to continue. And, uh, you know, I started watching that show like in the 80s on uh, WPRW Channel 60, not Channel 50. And uh, I have it on DVD. Funny thing about Flying Nun, the two first two seasons are on DVD, but not the third. I don't know why. It's been stalled. <laughs> Hopefully they'll get that. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, back to uh, the commercial. Um, you know, Cool Whip uh, is still a popular product. I love it. And uh, it's non-dairy. But there was another whip topping in the 80s that a lot of people forget, forgot, excuse me, uh, was called La Creme from Kraft. And that, uh, it was pretty good. I liked that. But then it disappeared, you know, towards the end of the 80s and never, never be seen again. I used to love that. And uh, there were other dessert toppings. It was Dream Whip and, of course, Ready Whip. I love that. So I love those uh, commercials. I remember those Cool Whip commercials uh, in the 70s, especially Christmas time. Okay. Before I, st- before I begin the program, there's a, uh, let's see, I want to talk about some, yes. There was something uh, i like to talk about. I posted a video a couple days ago on December 10th, and that was my uh, second anniversary of diagnosed with prostate cancer. And uh, I posted a video and I explained uh, what it had to be done and uh, oper- with the operation, radiation, and then I was declared cancer-free on October 27th. I'm still recovering Still have bathroom issues. Uh, that won't. That'll go away for in time. Gradually, I hope so. It's annoying. You know, sometimes I can't go anywhere far. You know, just around the neighborhood, or if I have to go somewhere, and there'll be long periods. You know, of time. Um, if I have to wear a diaper just for protection. Anyway, so uh, everything is going well, and I urge people, especially men. If your PSA is high, or if you feel kind of strange, go see your doctor and take the blood test and, you know, slash PSA test. And if it's high, please go see a specialist. He'd probably recommend that. And if you are diagnosed with any type of cancer, please take, please take care of that, especially men, you know, at age 50 and up, even younger. You know, just uh, have a checkup. You know, a lot of men don't do that, and before it's too late. And it's uh, thank God, uh, you know, there was something wrong with me. Uh, I used to go to my regular doctor, but he passed away suddenly at the time, so I had to go see another doctor. Thank God. So uh, it was. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just a little emotional. So. Uh, you know, I'm doing very well. And uh, I got a lot of responses from people on my social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you very much for your comments and your well wishes, you know. And uh, I won't talk about it much, you know. I'll just uh, just continue on with my life, you know. If anything comes up uh, health-wise, I will let everyone know. But right now, uh, the next appointment is April 27th, six in a few months, in 2022. Okay, that's it for now. Thank you. Right now, uh, I'm going to talk about two things on this episode. 
Uh, it's TV specials, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Frosty's a Snowman. I will talk about a little history of those shows, plus my memories, of, uh, and uh, go in a little more detail of the shows. Like I said before, uh, previous, like I said previous in the episode, why why is this a van of Chicagoland subject? Well, most TV specials they don't air much, except a, there are a few exceptions. And uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer airs it every year on CBS on Channel Two WBBM. Uh, they aired maybe two, twice, maybe three times uh, during the holiday season. Uh, also, a Frosty the Snowman, too. And uh, there were other TV specials. Christmas, that is. Uh, they don't air much, but Santa Claus is Coming to Town from 1970 does air every year. Thank God. That's one of my favorites. I love that one. Uh, I hate to say it, but I like it better than Rudolph the Red and those Reindeer. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, it's they're both fine. But I, I like uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. It's, it's funnier. <laughs> Also, they show Charlie Brown Christmas, but now you can't watch it free. You have to watch it on Apple TV. Kind of stinks. So, uh, but now that PBS is there in it on Channel Eleven, which is good, but it's not the same. You know, they air it uh, at strange hours. You know, but they should air it at not in the evening when people are home. You know, it's tradition. But uh, I don't know. Some somebody in charge decided no. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, who know? I can't figure it out. Anyway, so I'll discuss those two TV specials. First off, we'll talk about Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, and that is based uh, that that character is based. Uh, it was created by a man called Robert Lu- Robert Lewis May, and uh, he was. Uh, that came out from the, uh, it was come from a book. And it first appeared in 1939. And uh, the character was from the department store Montgomery Ward in Chicago. And they used to, uh, you know, advertise that. And then, uh, you know, believe it or not, a lot of people thought that Rudolph the Rudolph's Reindeer first aired in 1964 that was the first cartoon that is not true there was a there was a short cartoon short from 1948 and uh a lot of people don't know that you know i gotta check that out because it sounds very interesting and uh also the song uh it was uh, written by johnny marks and uh Gene Autry recorded it the first he was the first artist to record it and it became number one on Christmas 1949. And I have it on my Apple Music and it's wonderful. And there are other people and other people followed suit. You know, I remember Dean Martin, um, Ella Fitzgerald, um, Frank Sinatra, you know, uh, Kate Smith, uh, I think she did. I'm not sure. There's so many artists that recorded Perry Como. Big Crosby. And then, um, you know, because he was, uh, Rudolph had a red, shiny red nose. You know, that's part of the song. And then right now I'm going to talk about the TV special. And the TV special came uh, debuted in December 6, 1964. It was on NBC. 
uh, Channel 5. Uh, back then was WNBQ, not WMAQ. I think it was W. I don't know. I forgot. I get those mixed up. They changed the call letters. And it's sponsored by General Electric. And it was uh, under the... It was under the umbrella title of General Electric Fantasy Hour. And uh, so, uh, you know, I was too young when it aired uh, because I was about mm, a year old. So uh, I started watching it in the 70s. And uh, so uh, the story goes, uh, the, uh, Rudolph was born uh, Donner. And his wife, uh, they were their parents. And they were surprised that he had a glowing red nose. And uh, they saw it as a bad sign. And Donner tried to cover Rudolph's nose with mud. And then with a fake nose. That didn't go very well. And then, you know, uh, there was a scene where Rudolph played with the other reindeers, you know, for games. And then he met a doe, female deer, named Clarice. And she thought it was cute. But, uh... And so the other reindeers made, when the fake nose fell off, the other reindeers made fun of him. They mocked him, you know, ridiculed him. And then uh, there was Coach Comet. He expelled him. You know, he, they wanted to be in the team. And, you know, that made uh, Rudolph very sad, you know, felt unwanted, you know, because he was like outcast. And then the, there was another scene where there was a misfit elf named Hermie. And he wanted to be a dentist, <laughs> you know, and uh, he was a cute little guy. And uh, so they uh, they met each other, Rudolph and Hermie, and then they came across with Yukon Cornelius, a prospector. He was he was spent his life searching for silver and gold. And there was also a bad guy, the Abominable Snow Monster. And they all three landed on the island of Misfit Toys. And... Uh, and the ruler was a wing lion named King Moonracer. You remember, if you if you've seen the shows, if you've seen the show many times, you would know these characters. And uh, and then time passed, and then every everybody uh, you know got along. The misfit toys, that is. I'll go. I'll talk about the characters in a minute. And then they tried to uh, tried to defeat the abominable snow monster, and they did. You know. And then at the end of the show. Santa came on, and he and he and uh, he changed his mind. He didn't want him to be a part of uh, the reindeers, but he did at the end. And he and he and asked Rudolph to lead the sleigh. Rudolph accepts, and then the and then their first up was the island of misfit toys, and that was it. I'm sorry, I left out a lot of uh, things in the plot, you know, but uh, it was interesting. And the, the the rest of the cast of the in the show was Sam the Snowman. He did the introduction. That was uh, voiced by Burl Ives, a wonderful singer. He sang the Holly Jolly Christmas, very classic song. I love that song. Oh, you know, never get tired of it. And uh, the others was uh, Larry Mann. He played Yukon Cornelius. I remember this man. He did a lot of television. He used to love do a lot of TV. I remember him on Bewitch. But when I heard his voice, I knew it was him. And uh, Rudolph was voiced by Billy Richards. Billy May Richards. And most of the actors were Canadian. You know, and uh, Hermie was uh, 
voiced by Paul Sauls. He was best known as the voice of Spider-Man on the cartoon series from 1967. I love that. Oh, that music. <laughs> when you start hearing the music, you can't get out of your head. It, I just love it. Uh, the cartoons were cheap, but that was fun to watch. And uh, Santa Claus was voiced by Stan Francis, and he did also did King Moonracer. And the other characters was, uh, there was Fireball, uh, Charlie in the Box, it was Clarice, uh, the Misfit Elephant, and there was Dolly for Sue, and of course there was Mrs. Claus, so there were other toys, you know, and uh, I love this special very much, you know, and I, uh, when it's on, I do try to watch it, and I also have the DVD, and um, there's a man, his name is Rick Goldsmith, he's written books on it. And he's a, he's a big expert on that. I appreciate it. And I bought a DVD for him with the original broadcast. It's in black and white, but that's okay. And uh, I loved it. it. It's like you watched it for the first time on television. That's the way it's supposed to be. you know. And uh, Because they, as the years went on, they edited and they chopped on a song, you know. And uh, let's see. And the numbers they played. Uh, was Jingle, 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 Santa Claus saying that. We are sent as elves. There was always tomorrow. We're a couple of misfits and silver and gold. And, of course, there was uh, the most wonderful day of the year by the Misfit Toys. Holly Jolly Christmas, Sam the Snowman, by your, sung by Earl Lives, and, of course, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which Burl Lives sang at the end. So it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun discussing that, and uh, we need more t- TV specials like that around Christmas time. And I forgot to mention that the the other TV special they do run now is The Grinch. They run that, and I discussed that in a previous episode. Okay, right now I'm going to discuss Frosty the Snowman, and uh, that was based on a song written by Walter Jack Rollins and Steve Nelson. And, of course, the first one that recorded was Gene Autry. Same thing with Rudolph the Reynolds Reindeer. And he recorded it in 1950. And uh, also later recorded by Jimmy Durante, which he sang on a TV special. And uh, other people sang the song. You know, others down the road, like Bing Crosby, Perry Como, um, Others like that. Michael Bublé now he sings all the all the Christmas songs, which he's a wonderful singer. I saw his TV special uh, last week. Wonderful singer, and uh, I have a lot of them, a lot of very lot of song uh, artists that sing that song on my Apple Music. So, also the before we, before I talk about the 1969 special, there was a there was a Frosty short. There was a three animated short, and it used to show on Channel Nine. And WGN, and it's a different kind of song, and it's a, and it's very catchy, and it's in black and white. Um, they played that with Susie Snowflake and Hard, Hard Rock Coco and Joe. I will talk about those three in a later episode, hopefully. And they played that uh, those three shorts on Bozo's on the Bozo's Bozo Circus Show, Ray Rayner, Garfield Goose, and. Uh, so, yeah, uh, like I said, I will go into more detail about those three uh, shorts later on. Okay. Now that the TV special, 
Uh, that aired on December 7th, 1969 on CBS on Channel 2. And I think I, I did see it for the first time because I was about six. Yeah, I think. But maybe not. Maybe I saw it a year later. Yeah, I don't think I aired. I, I don't think I saw it when it first aired. I think it was like the, the following year. And it was about uh, the kids build a snowman. And the uh, first they were in school and uh, the teacher brought in some entertainment. And the, the, the uh, magician was Professor Hinkle. <laughs> and uh, he, had, uh, he had a rabbit with him. Uh, very uh, mischievous one. <laughs> And uh, he, he didn't do very well performing magic. He just stunk. <laughs> so, and kids laughed at him. And he was totally dismayed. And he walked away. And I think he left the, you know, I haven't seen this special in a long time. And then, um, oh, the rabbit's name was Hocus Pocus. Thank you. And uh, so, and uh, Jimmy Durante, uh narrated the show. He also sang the uh the song Frosty Snowman. And uh, the magician's hat uh, was placed after the kids build a snowman and he was brought to life. And he, and the first words he said was happy birthday. And uh, they say he should be at the North Pole to be safe from melting, you know. And uh, I remember where they were going to the train station to, and uh, there's a funny scene where the... Uh, at the ticket counter, where the man, uh, the clerk, uh, trying to find a, a route to go to the North Pole, but then uh, the little girl Karen and Frosty said, "We don't have any money to go," and he said, "No money, no tickets," and he slammed the door, <laughs> slammed, you know, like a, you know, like a sliding thing at the at the ticket window. <laughs> so, uh, but Professor Hinkle realized that his hat was missing, and he tried to retrieve it back. To retrieve it back. And he did, but then Frosty melted. And then, um, but they were at the North, they, somehow they got to the North Pole and uh, they met Santa Claus. And that's where um, Professor Hinkle snatched a hat and then he melted. And uh, when Santa Claus found out that uh, Professor Hinkle took the hat, he chastised him. He said, uh, you will get no presents on Christmas Christmas Day. There was also something else he said. Uh, you got. I think he had to write something many, uh, many times. And I remember the scene. And what he said was busy, busy, busy. And he, you know, and he went back home. <laughs> thing. And then you know they uh, then Frosty led a parade with a lot of kids, and that was the end of that. <laughs> you know, it was fun. Uh, the voices. Uh, the voices of. Uh, of the cast, uh, who, the one who did Frosty, it was a comedian named Jackie Vernon. And uh, he performed comedy on the Ed Sullivan show. And uh, I remember seeing him on Night Gallery. And uh, some of the um, uh, comedy acts he did, they, it was a little blue. It was, a little, you know, it had, uh, you know, kind of dirty words. And it was kind of dirty like that. But he seemed like a nice fellow, very uh, quiet, but... Uh, but he was he was very funny. I, I've seen performances, uh, some clips on YouTube, and of course it was Jimmy Durante. He did the narr- he was the narrator, and the voice of Karen. Uh, 
it was June Foray who did Rocky the Flying Squirrel. She also did the school teacher. And uh, there were some friends. And uh, there was a traffic cop. It was Paul Freeze. He appeared on, he was an actor. He did uh, Boris Baranoff on Rocky and Bullwinkle. Excuse me. So he did the Ticket Band, the Traffic Cop, and Santa Claus. So he did three of those three characters. And uh, and last but not least, the voice of Professor Hinkle was Billy D. Wolf, and uh, he's was quite a guy. <laughs> you know, I've uh, he appeared in a lot of TV shows. Uh, he's famous for there was one famous episode in a Dick Van Dyke where he played a dog groomer, and he was very uppity. You know, being rude to Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore, and uh, he appeared in a lot of shows like Doris Day and, uh, you know, sadly he died in 1974. He was a marvelous actor. And uh, I watch his specials every year. I love Frosty the the Snowman. Uh, there was a sequel after that. Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Frosty's Winter Wonderland. I saw that, but it's not the same. I don't know. And But the narrator this time was not Jimmy Durante. It was Andy Griffith. So uh, the reason what and Jimmy Durante did not do the voice and uh, he had a stroke and he retired from acting, which is a shame, you know. And, uh, you know, so the only voices were there was Paul Freeze uh, and Jackie Vernon. He did Frosty again. It wasn't the same. You know, it was all right. But then then, uh, then they had another sequel, Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. I saw it once and it was uh, very strange but it was good you know it was, it was fine like that and uh other ranking bass specials like is uh, the year without a santa claus and uh, i'll discuss that one in another show you know because i love that one as well okay so uh that'll be all for today thank you for joining me for for episode 87 this is Pete Costanas uh, for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I will post this on my social media account so you can find it on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, that is. And uh, it'll be up shortly. So uh, the next episode I'll, I will do will be Tuesday, episode 88. I hope you can join me then. All right. Uh, so everyone have a good day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye for now. And here's Ray Barrier saying bye-bye for now. So long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.